Can you actually turn me down in my headphones for the first time ever? Wow. I know. It's a little, a little loud. Three, two, one. Kevin. What's going on, buddy? Nothing much. I love this shirt. It's a new one. I, it is a new one. I just got it. Yeah. Yeah. So talk me through it. <laughs> um, it's a New York lottery t-shirt. Okay. Not sure of what year. Um, mm-hmm. Vintage tea. Shout out Snakebite Vintage. Um, it says retire early and it has a $100 bill on the front <laughs> and the New York lottery logo. Yeah. So that's pretty good. That's pretty solid. I noticed, Kevin, that you have a bit of a, a brand. Uh, it's like a, a working man that'd rather be on vacation kind of uh, aesthetic, you know? Uh, retirement core is what I'm going to call it. It's it's working for you. I like it. I think it's a good it's a good vibe. I actually almost bought you a shirt from uh, Shirts That Go Hard. Yeah, <laughs> it says um, podcasting question mark. I'd rather be rodcasting. Yep, I, lo- and I like, like that one. <laughs> I was like, I love that. That's fucking Kevin. That's yeah. that's a perfect shirt for you. I'd rather I'd rather listen to my rodcast. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I that, would. I, yeah, I yeah. know. That's what I'm saying. What was the other hat that you had that said, like, uh, I'd rather be skiing or something like Work that? Work sucks. I'm going skiing. <laughs> See? This is a collection of shirts building up to a, a personal brand. Yeah, it's it's a brand. But uh, mm-hmm. any good brand is, you know, based in core yeah. truths. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. About a person. Yeah, principles. Or principles, yeah. Yeah, yeah values. Yeah, they reflect, <laughs> they ref- <laughs> reflect um, my... <laughs> The things I value and the things I find important. That's right. And the things I like. Wow. The Kevin, things I want to portray. So. That's right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I do like vacation. I'm a vacation head. Kevin, when do you start teaching at the SVA branding, uh, Masters in Branding? Damn, course? I should. I know. You really Get should. Get me in there. I think, again, if you have three items of clothing that speak to retirement, <laughs> uh, then that's a, you, you've... Uh, I think it's. I think you should just lean in and keep going. I don't know. SVA might be a little stuffy for me. I, I, I want like a... Um, I would never city s- of New York. Mm, yeah, like school. A, yeah, Bronx. Yeah, or, or like, like tech, yeah, yeah, some yeah, tech institute. Yeah, or like maybe like high school. Mm-hmm. I like this for you. I would never just say anything disparaging about SVA, the greatest school in the world. The Masters no, of Learning cool. program. Sign yeah. up today uh, and and learn from the greatest uh, people. On I mean, they're not paying us. I mean, uh, if they pay, if they if they showed out some. I mean, they're not paying me. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not paying Kevin. Uh, moving on, Kevin. Uh, but if they did, I'd I'd say nice things about them. Uh, you would, of course, because uh, you, you're you're a good guy. Um, how was uh, Dave and Buster's? Oh, Dave and Buster's. I don't know. It was it was, it was tough sled at Dave and Buster's. Really, um, really. I mean, we had a couldn't ta- get it going. We had like t- no. I, I mean, I got it going. I was I won a bunch of tickets. Um, obviously, but. I don't know. It was uh, we were rolled twelve deep. We had a resi. Mm, um, mm. You have to get a resi at Dave and Buster's. Really? Where where is Dave and Buster's? So we couldn't get a table at the Brooklyn one, Atlantic Terminal. Mm. So we had to venture our asses all the way up to Times Square. Oh shit! Which was pretty interesting because I don't know. I I don't really make it up to Times Square very much. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of a treat just to get up there. Freak, yeah. Fucking freak show. Oh, it, yeah. Times Square is insane. Yeah. I mean, you forget nasty. that people go there from all over the world to see our, 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 you know, a landmark yeah. of the city. And it is, it's, cra- it's, it's a crazy place It smells to be. crazy there. I regret not getting a harder <laughs> fit pick, um, at Times Square, <laughs> but it's whatever. Yeah. Um, you can always go back there, Kevin. It's always yeah. there. That's the thing about Times it's, Square. I'm, I got my fill though, because yeah, yeah, you're, you're not you know, going back. Seven, p- soon. seven p.m. Resi. Oh so wow! We we roll up, 
you know, I'm right on time to okay. the Resi. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, we get our table, we get a couple get a couple towers. We get a cocktail tower of uh, <laughs> some blue shit. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Famously <laughs> known for their blue couple, shit. A couple beer towers. Are you going ironically or unironically, you think? It's like kind of both, because yeah. I think the thinking was like, let's go... We're, we're going for my friend Ian's birthday. Yeah. And shout out to Ian. Yeah, shout out to Ian. Of the pod. It's a blurred line between the irony and the not... Because it's fun. It's an actually it is fun, fun place to be, we were trying to catch. Ironic. We were trying to catch the UFC card. Um, when they have it there, they were like, "That's they plug that like okay. that's you go to Dave yeah. Buster's, you watch." Shout so, out to Chris Washington Sports, Long yeah. Island's great. Yeah, I didn't see his fight. It was prelim. It was on ESPN. Ah. That's why you probably didn't see it. Yeah, he wasn't on the main. Card. Um, hate to see it. Yeah, he headlined the prelim. I don't know. Food was awful. Um, okay, drinks were Horrendous. fine. <laughs> the beer was good. the The blue drink sucked. I I can't I can't do that. And then, yeah, we played some games. Mm-hmm. I accidentally uh got got with a a power card deal and <laughs> ended up spending two hundred dollars on what four separate cards no that I spread out and you know no. we we figured it out. We figured okay, it out in okay. the end. But um yeah the the gaming experience there was pretty sus. Um <laughs> almost half the machines were broken. Whoa. And I, I feel like it's a uniquely New York thing where it's like this establishment that probably runs a lot smoother anywhere else in the country is just overwhelmed with people mm. understaffed yeah. and like the yeah. people who are working there probably don't really give a shit. Cause like, they're just like frantically running around like, yeah, you know, trying to deal with kids, trying to deal, deal with, with all this. Like, man. yeah, it was like, we were trying to get on the air hockey table and it, which just wasn't happening. Like yeah, it was so competitive. Like people were like, you know, elbowing each other. They wow. were like cutting in line and, there, there were some altercations we saw on, around the uh, air hockey table, um, not like physical, but like yeah, people were people were getting a little heated. Um, wow. So we didn't get to play air hockey, sadly. But wow, um, I was doing my part. I won a bunch of tickets. Towards the end, I was like, Ian had a bunch of credits left on his card. And I was like, I'm gonna ticket max this. So mm. I took it to the game that I was, you know, running it up on. Pushed him over the edge. We got his ass a nice Dave and Buster's winner T-shirt. Oh shit! Yeah. some merch. Yeah, some merch. And I, um, I won myself a yeah. LED toilet bowl light yeah. um, that changes colors. It's got eight colors. Very on brand. It's great. Yeah, Very I was brand. super psyched. Yeah, I installed it. Um, <laughs> I installed it when I got home at uh, five a.m. No, <laughs> late night. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That um, we went to. A, That's an, how excited we were. went to an Irish pub after, and wow. then we went to a karaoke room after, oh, and then. Man. Finished night on the uh, on the promenade, Brooklyn promenade. Wow! Now yeah. sounds like a night. It was yeah. it was quite a night. It was epic. Yeah, but yeah, r- ravaged my entire apartment to okay. find three AAA batteries, <laughs> so that you could light up your toilet bowl in different yeah. colors. Oh yeah, is that through your phone? Is that how it works? No, just, just a little clip, a little <laughs> just, light, just clips there, and there's like a button. Okay, well. Congrats! Great. Uh, I was super stoked on not it. a ringing endorsement for Dave and Buster's. I'll be honest there, um, but their, I, their uh, visual identity system though. Oh, by sh- Mother! Shout out to Mother. <laughs> pretty, it was pretty solid. Oh, you thought it was working? It was uh, yeah, effective. I, I thought it was working. <laughs> the the design uh, uh, enhanced your experience. Of it really Dave did. Buster's. Yeah, th- but, made the menu really legible and yeah. made the the things all look delicious. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think that it would be better at Atlantic Terminal, but I'm not so sure. I, yeah, I, I don't think know. That, that's also. Uh, I think it'd be better worst. like in the suburbs. Yeah. I think I think Dave and Buster's sure. like you gotta go, probably go to the suburbs. Yeah, it makes sense. Atlanta Terminal is the uh, Times Square of Brooklyn. It yeah, really is uh, not too far off. But 
Yeah, that doesn't exactly make me want to uh, have my next birthday party there, uh, from what I'm hearing. Yeah, but I, probably, I probably wouldn't. But yeah, Times Square, Dave and Buster's, like, you're going to, that's what, I don't Busted. know, I'm not shocked to hear that. No, I mean, it was experience. probably exactly, mm-hmm. on a Saturday night, like, yeah. exactly what you would expect. Exactly. Like, uh, incredibly sugary drinks, borderline unedible food, and a bunch of uh, you know wonky machines. I will say wings were not that bad. I think okay. I had like maybe one or two wings. Okay. Well, shout out to Dave Busters. Uh, the only event that I went to this week was the Snacky. So shout oh, out yeah. to Andrea from Snack Shot, our uh, our most recurring guest. Right? You know she's been on the show one of them. I th- three I think- times. I believe, which is um, at least one more than anyone else. Maybe I don't know, Pete. Pete Maybe Pete's up there. Pete, or yeah, I guess, but anyone from outside. The true, studio. true. Uh, she had an event last week called the Snackies. It was an award show. It was at a very swanky place called Maxwell in Tribeca, and uh, people dressed up. She asked people to do uh, like a black tie or something. I know. I saw the. I saw some photos of the line, and I then I remember hearing you say that you were not going to dress up. Yeah, I love Andrea, and I'll support her. I'll go to any event, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not putting on a, a tux, unfortunately. I, I mean, I dressed up. I didn't look like... Did uh, you have, you know, what did you dress up? Did I mean, I just wore a pair of nice pants and some some you know boots. I and you know, but I I wore a hat like I didn't. Yeah, I didn't go full night. Like there was there were people there legitimately wearing tuxedos. But wow, there was at least one person. But I think the people that were the most dressed were the people that won the awards. Also, who that knew makes they sense. were going to be like you know featured. Did any friends of the program win? Uh, Noah from Ruby. Nice. Uh, shout out to. There were actually a bunch of uh, pod uh, guests. You know, John from Sea Monsters. Noah from Ruby. Some other. Yeah, no, I I, I was a little late to to the party, but um. So I didn't see the line, but yeah, no, just I did see some photos of uh, it was a great event. Like, I just will say, um, if you're not familiar with Snackshot, you're not familiar with Andrea, like she's she's crushing it. She just absolutely has built a community. I hate to use that term, but it's really true. And, uh, you know, in a city where there's literally one million things to do on a Thursday night, including going to Dave and Buster's in Times Square, like the fact that she has an absolute packed house. um, uh, is is just you know incredibly impressive. So shout out to her, really yeah, beautiful event. Her. Um, they my favorite part was they had an ice luge oh. of oat milk for wow. the brand Minor Figures. If you're familiar with them, oh and, yeah, I saw that. And then they had like a better for you cereal that you would pour the ice luge into. So cool. Um, that feels like a very Andrea thing. And yeah, I mean, just a lot of fans of snacks. So you you love to see it. Kudos kudos to Andrea. Yeah, was it a packed house? It was. It was packed. Um, as, you know, kind of the 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 things and people you'd expect at a snack mm-hmm. shot event. You know, tons of snacks that taste like other snacks. Um, better for you snacks. Better for you snacks. Lots of guests from a show, uh, an award show that was. Uh, yeah, it was great. And Andrea, you know, of course, she's the queen bee of these events, and she's uh, you know, she's uh, running around doing a million things. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, it just you know, just really impressive more than anything. And I had a moment where I was like, man, like. This um, world of new brands and startups and, you know, trying new things and innovation. It's like it's something that I've been interested in in a long time. But it's cool to see that there's like there's a lot of us out there. There's a lot of people out there. And I, I booked a couple of people on the show. So, we'll, oh, great. Yeah. yeah. So I did some uh, Lincoln and building. Nice. Um, what else, Kev? Oh, what are we watching? You watch Telemarketers. I did watch this first episode of Telemarketers. Solid. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, ho- I'm in it. Yeah. You ready to sign up to work at CDG? I mean, yeah i I would love to work at a <laughs> no no shade to my current current employment. current place of employment and current coworkers, but mm. that goes hard. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's maybe 
a workplace that could never exist in today's world because of the internet, yeah. possibly? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's certainly uh, a relic of a time, the 90s and like late 90s, early 2000s when, yeah, the internet, YouTube, like he was putting stuff online, but like it didn't get a ton of traction. Damn, it sounds like us. <laughs> it sounds like sounds like us. Um, but yeah, no, it's a fucking wild scene. I think episode two was a little bit slower for me um, because they start to CDG closes. Spoiler, mm-hmm. and then they start to go into the 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 bigger yeah. mystery, which is just telemarketing and kind of this giant scam. So they they t- kind of take a pivot towards actually trying to like yeah. get to the bottom of. Things. I mean, I, I love a doc about um, just rich people abusing power and then the yeah f- and hopefully the uh, fall of said rich people exactly and that's kind of what it becomes but my favorite part was the the, the friendship of the two yeah main guys. that's really sweet and like kind of their pat yeah pat is an absolute legend i know absolute legend i'm not going to give anything away but episode i think two i probably guess with a cliffhanger about pat yeah and his uh whereabouts i could pro- i think i can yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you put two and two together you can but it's uh yeah I don't, I don't i don't know there's they're they're teasing it out it's sunday night like hbo so it's kind of i don't know there's no other show right now that's kind yeah. of the thing that's, i mean john wilson what are you talking about but is that a sunday night like now it's a friday night what uh white lotus it you could know, be if you, if you want it to and like I the thing I need, with streaming alex is you can watch them anytime that's fair but i need a sunday night show i need like a sunday night Nine o'clock, you know, appointment television show. Without it, I'm lost. Okay, you know. So HBO, I hope you got something cooking. I need, I need it. I, I think summertime though notoriously has been, I think one of the times where TV kind of slows down. And now with the writer strike, I don't know. Yeah, like we're we're in t- for tough sledding, I think, because typically the fall is when TV starts mm-hmm. picking back up again. Well, yeah, but they've been striking for a while now. I, I don't know. So, so we'll see what's yeah. out there. They're probably just emptying the inventory right now. I don't know. Uh, did, did, was Curb coming back? Did I was HBO teasing that? I, I think so. Yeah, I think it's coming back for its final season. I think I read that, or I think I remember that happening. So, um, but if not, I guess we're just gonna watch these like shitty reality shows yeah, I forever w- and ever and ever. I wonder if they're gonna do any like Cheryl Hines RFK jokes. Why? What's that? Oh, she she's married to uh, RFK, who's running yes. for president and yeah um has some takes mm, yeah i think I, yeah it's weird but that's been a, is that new or is that um that's new no it's not that new so i think if they would have done it um kevin i have a show that i'm watching that um I'm, I'm, i need to talk about only because it involves ryan reynolds for people that oh are, no you got got you <laughs> uh for people that have been listening to the pod for a long time they know that i have a vendetta personal vendetta against ryan reynolds um and uh it's been you know kind of uh, ongoing uh he's yet to come on the pod to defend himself but um i i found myself kind of looking for something to watch and uh you know my number one uh passion is sports documentaries hard knocks all the stuff oh, on no. netflix he, ma- he made this for you and he was i trying to get you and i couldn't help myself but start watching welcome to Rexham, which is a show about ryan reynolds and uh, the guy from uh, Always Sunny uh, who bought a Welsh football club 
and it's kind of like Ted Lasso, but real yeah. life. You know, they they're they're in like the fifth league, and they suck, and they're but the town loves them, and it's been the heartbeat of the city for you know two hundred years, and it's mm. it's a story not about football, Kevin. It's more about life. Um, and uh, sounds like you're getting psyoped into liking Ryan Reynolds. And uh, yeah, there was a moment in the beginning where I was like, "Fuck!" Like. I'm going to wind up liking Ryan Reynolds after this show because I, I was like, maybe I was being too hard on him. Take the slide out of the deck. Maybe it's not his fault that he's six, two and handsome and rich and plays the same role in every movie. Like maybe it's not his fault. But then as I started watching this show and he starts doing more self-aware winking at camera, like bits in this show, I'm like, this is a fucking show about football and like you bought a team like it's good. Like it doesn't need to be fucking self-aware, ironic humor. Like stop yeah. it. Stop it. Like they did a very special edition of the show about like whales and like history lesson. I was like, fucking stop Ryan Reynolds. You fucking loser. <laughs> like stop doing this. Like, and, and like part of me was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Like obviously if I had, um, you know, billions and billions of dollars or, you know, mm-hmm. if I'd made uh, liquor money and movie star money like he did, maybe I would buy a low level, of, uh, you know, team and like try to bring them, you know, like I think that's a very cool thing to do, I guess, is where I'm starting from. Yeah. Like that that rules, right? Like, it does rule. That's pretty fucking awesome. And like this, the town, right? It's like this fucking old Welsh town, like. You know, they're, they had own, they had shitty owners for like millions of years. They were going to knock down the oldest football stadium in the world. Whoa. Which is like what they have there. And it's so it's like and but Ryan Reynolds comes through. And so they're like, he's, he's, he's a he's, he steps in front of the bulldozer. That's says, right. Stop it. Exactly. So like, yeah, he's winks in, the camera. <laughs> yeah, he's in his fucking Marvel suit or whatever. Fucking yeah, uh, Deadpool. De- he's in his Deadpool suit. And he shows oh. up and no, but it's like. It's very cool. Like the town immediately is like so thankful for him. And he's like, you know, these two guys are heroes and they they're there to try to build the club up. It's mm-hmm. a very beautiful story. But then he just has to fucking Ryan Reynolds all over the place. Oh, he has I bet to, he does. He has to. Like he shows up to a game and like, you know, he's like, oh, uh, is that how you score a goal? Uh, that, is that good? Uh, I don't know. Like just being making bad jokes. Like, I don't know. St- stupid, 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 stupid. Fucking fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry. I don't know. I think you're going to come around. Yeah. How many more episodes you got? So I kind of powered through a lot of season one uh, over the past couple days. And there's two seasons. Are you going for season two? I I like, again, I love love Sport Doc. Especially about underdogs. What's the breakdown of like Ryan Reynolds' time on camera versus like... Um, about like the football team yeah, and the story. Yeah. It's about 50-50. It's a Oof. lot of Ryan Reynolds. Oof. But the other guy, um, Rob McElhoney, I don't know what his name is. <laughs> fucking, um, Mac from Always Sunny? Yeah, I never watched that show. McElhoney. Like, it's about, you know, so they're 50-50 partners, or they're, I don't know if they're 50, but they're partners in this sort of yeah. takeover of this team. And so it's a lot about sort of them and like the fact that the club, like, they installed new uh, grass and then the grass didn't work. So they had to install new grass. So it's like, it's a story about their ownership, Mm -hmm. you know, what it's like to run a team and then also the team. And um, 
the coach and the players and then kind of them in LA on Zooms talking about the business. Oh, nice. And so <laughs> it's good. I, honestly, I like it. So I'm going to just say, uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. But it's it is it's a little too much Ryan Reynolds. You heard me. it here first. Alex is coming around on Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But it you know it's 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 hard. It's hard. He's he continues to make that same single yeah. joke, and he's not he's same. not making it. He's not making it easy. Yeah. And he is like undeniably incredibly handsome. Like yeah. you see him walking around this like town in in Wales, and you're like, God damn it, this dude is fucking just got a beautiful face. Yeah. And he's very tall, and he's just like you know, it's just, it's just you know, is that that's is that's not his fault. Um, speaking of beautiful uh, face, Ti's son got veneers. Kevin, did you see this? <laughs> I did. Um, Diamond encrusted veneers. King Harris, that's his name. King. Very cool name. Very cool name. He's 18 years old, and the internet is flaming him because uh, he got he got new teeth. Uh, veneers are uh, kind of a trend, I guess. Like, I feel like having like incredibly perfect teeth um, is something you can buy, and um, <laughs> his face is a little too small for the teeth. Yeah, he'll grow into them, <laughs> or not. I don't know. But- I, I don't think you should put veneers in a growing child, though. Like, He's 18. Yeah, but. He doesn't look like a a grown adult. He doesn't. He looks like a child. Maybe that's where he's. Maybe he's topped out. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I think that's why people are making fun of him. Like is because his mouth isn't big enough for these teeth. He kind of looks like AI. You know, he kind of looks like a Mid Journey. You know, when they they oh, add yeah. too many teeth and too many fingers. Yeah, he's kind of got those that energy. I don't know. I looked at like the still screenshot of him, and I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, and I think we gotta we gotta. I think he's an easy target because he's like Ti's son yeah, and Nepo like baby. he's Nepo baby and yeah. like presumably like maybe he has or hasn't done shit. Who knows? Um, but I don't know. Teeth look fine. Like yeah. let the kid live. Yeah, you're just jealous because you don't have fucking diamond encrusted teeth. You're hating from outside of the club and you can't <laughs> even get in. Kevin, if you show up with a, per- a face of pearly white veneers, you know, I'll I'll know you. Uh, you really have retired early, you know? I mean, I wish I could get... That'd be sick. Yeah. I wish I had veneer money. I mean, listen, Kevin, when the show blows up and, like, we're fucking, you know, got, you know, TV money and we're on, you know, sort of uh, millions of uh, viewers every day yeah. and we're fully on camera, I mean, listen, I, I, I could... You know, veneers is not the craziest move. I'm going to write them off. Yeah, you know, I think... Because they do look perfect. If you want perfect TV teeth, you yeah. know, that's what they do, but... I, I, does King Harris, T.I.'s, you know, sort of... I uh, believe he raps. T- oh, shocker. Yeah. I hate to say this. T.I. washed up rapper? I mean, he's retired, probably. Yeah. He, I mean, he had a good run. He had a moment. I mean, he had an excellent run. But, I mean, he hasn't He hasn't been... The rubber band man. <laughs> Wild as the Taliban. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sh- he had a show on Netflix that I actually really liked. It was yeah. like Next American's Great Rapper. That's not what it was called. But like he was a host. Oh, it was yeah. Like it was him like him and, and Chance and yeah. Cardi. Mm-hmm. That was good. I like that show. Yeah. They found like it, but... the thing about that show was they they had it's a really fun like American Idol type show. And they found one guy who was like Kendrick Lamar's cousin. He'd oh, be yeah. perfect for that show that mm-hmm. you watch where it's yeah. like related uh, family member he was like Kendrick Lamar's cousin and he was like I don't say he's not as good as Kendrick but he he was pretty fucking good like he yeah. came in with like a he had like a very distinct style he was like he was a good rapper or showman and he won that show by a, mi- a million miles Netflix should produce um, a show about finding the next great podcasters <laughs> 
Don't give away that show, that idea. That's that fucking, we should be that's, on it. That's a billion. That's a billion dollar idea, Kevin. Yeah. Podcast <laughs> challenges. Yeah. Do this ad read. Yeah. Talk about Casper. You know. There we go. Ziprecruiter. Maybe that's. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe that's where we should go. Yeah, that's it. America's next great podcaster. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't think. I didn't think uh, yeah. the teeth were all that bad. <laughs> And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've been looking. I need to get some dental work done. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That shit's mad expensive. Yeah. I've been I've been looking into you know where I can go, maybe a little uh, medical tourism. Medical tourism. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna go East, overseas? And I get mean, some. Eastern Europe and Turkey's looking pretty nice. They say Turkey's pretty ace for medical tourism these yeah, days. Yeah, you seen those uh, uh, pictures of the planes coming back and yeah. everyone's got new hairlines? Yeah. I'll be coming back with new teeth. How much do veneers cost? I don't know. I, I can't imagine they're super cheap. No, they're probably like, I mean, it depends if you want to get like mm. a good job. Whoa, the average cost is 2000 to 4500 per tooth. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That's a lot. If yeah. That's, 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 they last up to 15 years. Damn. And you got to re up the fuck, fuck man. That. That's, that's, that's rough out here. I mean, listen, if you're on TV or like a lot of reality stars do it because like, you know, yeah. if you're going to go on Love Island, like and you got busted teeth, you know, and you're going to be fully on camera for a month. Like I get it. But if you're just, I don't know if you're doing it for Instagram, it just looks, I don't know. It looks crazy. Um, we got to move on, Kevin, because we got a we got the big fucking story, biggest of the week, a huge a huge story. We've been waiting for this moment. Here it is. Yeah, he teased it a couple months ago, and yeah, Billy's back. Here. Billy's back. <laughs> Billy's back, baby. Uh, I'm obviously talking about Billy McFarlane, disgraced but potentially uh, rejuvenated, yeah. and uh, he uh, the the founder. The fire festival, yeah. the infamous festival that happened uh, or didn't really happen uh, back. Uh, what year was that, Kevin? It must have been like 2018. Fire festival. Definitely pre-COVID. When was the original year? That was in 27 in uh, Exuma, the Bahamas. Wait, where? Who could forget? Exuma? That was like the now, island. What, what year was it? 2017. Okay. And so... Everyone knows what happened there. Uh, the show uh, was a complete mess, uh, and it was a giant scam. Billy went to prison for it because he scammed so many people out of money. And uh, there were two, not one, but two documentaries made about it. And uh, he's been in jail for a quite a number of years. But Billy got out, I think, last year. Yeah, and we covered it. We talked about Billy coming out and. Uh, you know, talking some shit on TikTok and yeah. kind of, uh, you know, doing his Billy shit. And uh, the thing we've all been waiting for, really, is, and we all knew it was coming, was Fire Festival 2. Yeah. Billy's redemption arc starts now. That's right. So Billy um, uh, has, uh, yeah, the big announcement happened yesterday. And he claims that he was in, uh, he was in solitary confinement for seven months i did look that up and it is true that's that's true he was actually i don't know if it was seven months but he was in solitary confinement because he got caught doing podcast <laughs> uh spots uh while he was in prison damn put me in solitary confinement yeah and so the big announcement obviously got a lot of people myself included excited and uh Kevin, the, it's it really all it is is a video. Mm-hmm. It's one single video. It has a new logo. Yeah, they they released the new logo and teased the visual identity system with the uh, yes. The, it's got a the, bit of a 
the title card. It's got an. It kind of looks like an O and an F connected, which I don't really know why Fire Festival would have an O. But listen, uh, design doesn't matter here. The real story is um, that Billy walks out in a robe shot vertical yep <laughs> so it's a horizontal video where billy is well it was shot on his phone it was supposed to, it's on tiktok like that's the, okay that's the reason but that's the, the i watched it on platform. youtube yeah so um what was he gonna reshoot the video in vertical or i mean in horizontal <laughs> i mean this is his big announcement kevin i mean also you remember the first video was like shot by with drones and like yeah shout out know, matt projects yeah shout out to <laughs> matt projects and you know all the big promotion that started the first one which got all the enthusiasm and 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 you know hoopla about yeah. this amazing festival you know i think billy needs a fucking powerhouse design agency behind him that i mean at least someone to shoot this video in hd you know it looks like it's shot on a camera it, so it is shot on a phone. On, on a phone yeah. yeah yeah i said it was shot on a camera it's definitely shot on a phone so he 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 so the video starts billy's in a robe and he says that while he was in solitary confinement he wrote a 50 page plan on how to make this second festival work. He got 50 pages in seven months. That's not even that impressive. Yep. And so this would, he, how he would take the, you know, the, the demand and the interest from the original fire and then bring it to people all around the world. So, Kevin, what did he come up with? He what? came up with Fire Festival 2, where there, which they just announced tickets, where there is no venue. Yep. There is no lineup. Yep. The location is loosely the Caribbean, which uh, is dozens of islands. Yeah, I clicked in. <laughs> I clicked into the location like, on the on the website and mm -hmm. had like a Google Maps link. And I yeah. clicked in and it was just like a large, like nowhere specific. It was just like the Caribbean. The Caribbean, <laughs> which again, lots of islands, lots of like could be anywhere. It could be literally anywhere. And the only thing is that is actually tied down here is a date in 2024, December 6th, and it has an asterisk, and at the bottom, subject to change. Hey. He, he's given himself a good amount of time to execute this, <laughs> which so, is a smart move on his behalf. Yeah. So hopefully... He can get some positive momentum. Get, yeah. Book a couple, book a venue, get some guests, take yeah. care of the logistics, mm -hmm. maybe bring back Andy King. Mm -hmm. Yep. So my question is, Kevin, what was in the 50-page plan if the launch event doesn't have listen, I'm not a, I'm not an event planner. Yeah. Like I'm not a promoter. Uh I I've never thrown a concert, but like I know that you need only a couple things. Right, you need music, you need a place to listen to the music, and you need a date and yeah. a that you can go and listen to the music. Well, here's the thing, Alex. You gotta yeah. you gotta build the hype, especially mm -hmm. from somebody whose reputation has maybe been tarnished a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. It's been run through the mud by two separate documentaries. Um, <laughs> he's been in jail. So yeah. he's not the most trustworthy guy. Yeah. Someone so like, I call him a scammer. Yeah. So he said, <laughs> I wouldn't call him that. <laughs> His idea was just too big. And, yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's tough to execute these big ideas sometimes. I get it. The 50 page plan is just, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see as it starts to roll. I know. Out. I would love to read that. I hope you, I would subscribe to a Patreon or something to, to read that plan yes. or whatever. I would kill to but see. But he's got to drum up plan. some sort of like, yeah. I mean, if he's trying to, 
sell tickets. He's mm-hmm. got a book people. If he's trying to book people, he's got to sell tickets and yeah. they got money to pay him. Yeah. You know, he's got to build some sort of momentum. Yes. And I don't think he's going to get like the lineup he wants. Sure. Before he Blink drums up some, yeah, is, uh, before he drums up some hype. Yeah. I think what's funny, Kevin, because remember we were like, so he went to jail for scamming people because he was selling people things that didn't exist. So to go back and do Fire Festival 2, I think you said this. You were like, what's going to be lame about Fire Festival 2 is that it's going to be really well produced and it's going to be like not as shitty as the first one. And it, like, because what idiot would go out, go to yeah. jail for something and then come back and do it exactly the same way, just as shitty? I guess Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think the answer is Billy McFarlane. And so run it back, run it back. And I guess the question is, is this genius marketing to make it a fucking mess again? Cause like, to your point, like if it was well-organized and he had real sponsors and he had a real event, like kind of not really that interesting. Yeah. But if the event is just as much of a shit show as the first event, now we got something. Yeah, it's tough because I feel like you can't really send people down to the Caribbean mm-hmm. and not have any like infrastructure to like keep these people alive. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you need food, you need water, you need you know lodging, you need mm-hmm. bathrooms. Yeah. I mean, that's a good those, that that area is a good place to start. Yeah, hopefully that's in the fifty page plan. Yeah. But he's got to sell tickets first. You know, yeah. he sold he sold a hundred tickets yep. for five hundred dollars each. He's moving units. Yeah, he's moving the ball forward. Yeah. You know? So a hundred people did buy tickets to an undisclosed Caribbean uh, concert with no of uh, the no artists and uh, no real and information whatsoever. What I really like, and maybe this was in the plan, was they're going to release tickets by you know phases. Mm-hmm. So the first hundred they cost said amount of money. Seventy-seven dollars, something. I don't know. No, it was five hundred. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. Then the next five, four hundred, are eight hundred bucks. Then Damn, the I next hundred goes up to twelve hundred bucks. Then the next, you know, six, you know, six hundred go up to eighteen hundred dollars, and then the last fifty go for eight thousand dollars. Damn. So Billy's got a tiered marketing plan here. As you get closer to this event. Um, it's going to cost you. So to bet on Billy and the fact that he's going to pull this concert off, yeah, is um, you know, he's going well, to it's going to help you tickets. financially. Let's put him on the company card. Yeah, I mean, what are the chances this show happens? One hundred percent. Really, I don't think so. It's happened. Here's my here's my number one reason for thinking about this. I think that culture moves so fast these days. And yeah, Fire Festival was a fucking huge story. It was a massive, you know, kind of shit show, mm-hmm. documentary. There was so much about it. I think when he got out of prison, I think he was expecting a lot more enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Like his followers on Instagram and TikTok are not that high. Like his these views and these videos aren't really that great. And so I, I do, I, I don't know if Billy's got his work cut out for him to get you know, sort of this enthusiasm, like 23,000 views is not nothing, but it's, it's, it's not the millions and millions of people. It's going to have to work for it. And I mean, listen, could a giant sponsor like cash app or, you know, some, someone come in and just be like, we're going to fund this thing. We're going to be the main sponsors. We got Billy's back. 
Let's be clear. I don't Cash know. App wouldn't. <laughs> any reputable sponsor would yeah. not. But shout out to Cash App, sponsor our pod. Yeah, I know. But uh, I don't know. There. Let's let's get them like a grimier sponsor. Like yeah, OnlyFans. Grimier. I don't even think they would mm, like. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, like, why don't we? Why don't we team him up with Martin Screlly? Mm, yeah. That was one of the things when he was in prison, he was in there with the situation. Remember that? Oh, was really? That, he was in the prison with like a bunch of like, I, I, I vaguely remember that. But I don't know. I, I'm sorry, Big Billy. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. I really, I really want uh, your Wikipedia to not say Billy McFarland fraudster. Oh, <laughs> that's literally yeah, that's what it says. Cause I guess there's other Billy McFarlands and, uh, you know, you're the, you're the, the one word brand that you have yeah. on Wikipedia is fraudster. So if you would have released this and Not done great. it like in New York city, mm. like started small. Yeah. Um, I think he, I think fire festival too, you know, just from a strategy point of view, like yeah. it's going to be very hard to get up off the ground. There's <sighs> Caribbean. You know, yeah. To prove the concept works and people are interested. Yeah. He did say in this video that tough. they were going to do pop-ups. So if you buy tickets, you're going to get access to fire pop-ups wow. experiences and the fire crew community. Wow. That's so, a community I need to be a part of. Yeah. Move over snapshot. Uh, the fire festival. Community. I'm almost 30 and I need to start um, getting into, <laughs> com- I need communities becoming more important to me. So, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking, I'm actively looking for community. So yeah, I, sh- yeah. I should have purchased that ticket yesterday. Yeah. You really fucked up here, Kevin. Um, just, yeah, the fact that this is in the Caribbean and the location is Caribbean Sea, which just, yeah, to your point, is literally anywhere in the Caribbean islands. Who knows? In, you know, including, you know, or not limited to Cuba, Jamaica, Haiti, Puerto Rico, St. Lucia, Barbados, you know, um, uh, Aruba. Like, it could be anywhere. It could literally be anywhere in the Caribbean. Um Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I hope he pulls it off, Kevin. You know, we'll see. But I, I wouldn't. I don't know. That first video shot vertical in a robe in Billy's uh, backyard did not inspire a ton of confidence. But yeah. maybe that was genius. Maybe that's all part of the ploy and the the plan here. Yeah, Billy, it, hit me up. I'll I'll help you out a little bit. Yeah, and maybe yeah, maybe I'll, if get, this, I'll get you a fire video. Oh, I love it, Kevin. Uh, moving on, Kevin. Uh, story comes from Delish dot com because Ego, the famous makers of frozen waffles have teamed up with Sugarland Distilling Company to release a waffle-inspired product. It's called Sippin' Cream, most notably Appalachian Sippin' Cream. It comes in what looks like a sort of jar. A mason jar. A mason jar, thank you. And uh, I'm going to be completely honest here, Kevin. I have no idea what the fuck this is. So It's liqueur, you, I think. So can you fill me in a little bit? Um, so I, the... The hottest trend, yes. You know, this is uh, the front fronty watch list right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is alcohol for breakfast. Okay. Um, last week we had the Dunkin' spiked iced. Who could forget coffees and teas? Um, great breakfast beverage. And this week we have this ego, you know, wannabe fake moonshine. Yeah. Called sip Appalachian sip and cream. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> I I am a big fan of the name, mm-hmm. but I believe it is a brunch-themed alcohol that pairs well with waffles and syrup, and wow, it just makes me want to drink for breakfast. It combines the flavors of toasted Eggo waffles, sweet maple syrup, rich butter, and smoky bacon to create a boozy drink that's quite literally brunch in a glass. 
That's a tough. Huh. That's a tough copy line. Yeah, brunch yeah. in a glass. Brunch I think glass. maybe drink. People want, don't maybe want to drink brunch in a glass. It sounds heavy. Yeah, um, but it's it's sipping cream, sip so and you cream. know it's gonna be a little heavy. Mm. I don't know if I've ever had a sipping cream. Is that something that I should be aware of? Is that something that exists? Mm. Appalachian? What? Where's the Appalachian come from? Well, what? What? What does this have to do it's, with? Uh, I think it's maybe a call to moonshine. Mm, okay, it does have a moonshine-ish look. You can't see the liquid through the glass. It's covered by branding and packaging. Yeah. I, who knows? Is it? Is it going to be heavy like cream? I I kind of hope so. It does have a. I'm, I have a visual here, and uh, it does have a bit of a creamy appearance in a, in a cocktail glass that has a piece of bacon in it. So yeah, I would try this. I mm, like cream. Mm, um, mm. I've experimented with alcohol and cream. Um, You're we're creamy cream yeah, boys. Yeah, obviously, you know, if I've I've had heavy whipping cream in the in the fridge. Okay, and, uh, some of you know, I've I've had friends who've you know. They've made a whiskey cream. Not okay. not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they've had they've they've your had your they've friends. had um upwards of three whiskey creams that okay. I've seen. Oh yeah. Just one one of them. I'm not gonna put them on blast. But. Okay. Yeah, what is the alcohol here? Well, like liqueur. What do we know what the liquor is? Or uh, that's just kind of ambiguous. Like it's just it's like schnapps. Yeah. I will say. I'm here. I'm here for this because um, I also am a cream, cream, creamy boy, uh, and this does kind of sound delicious. I've just never heard of uh, sipping cream in my life. That's just not yeah. something I'm familiar with. So. It's, it's cool language. I appreciate sipping cream. Yeah, I have a great quote from uh, Joe Bauprez, the senior director from of marketing for Frozen Foods, all of Frozen Foods. Wow. Um, he said. Quote, between the juggle of constantly changing schedules, household errands, family outings, or busy workdays, it can often feel impossible for parents to find moments they can savor for themselves. Ego brunch in a jar makes it easy for parents to kick back when they're not caring for their little ones. So whether parents want to punch up a weekend brunch or savor some of those classic brunch flavors during their downtime, this feel-good, ego-inspired liqueur is the perfect treat. So it's alcohol for parents? Bad parents. (laughs) Parents that don't uh, don't care about their kids. That's what I read there. That's just such a confusing... Like, why would they position it like that to be for... Like busy parents, it seems like mm, yeah. it seems like a tough, yeah. Like just maybe make it for like party going mm. brunch enjoyers. I I don't know. Yeah, brunch in a jar is also tricky because it kind of makes me think that this has like food, like it's a meal replacement. Also, it has a fork on the packaging, which uh-huh. I'm not really sure why that is there. So get drunk and satiated. I guess so, but I think it's like supposed to be. With breakfast, which Kevin, I agree with you, that is a trend now. Uh, trend forecasting, uh, boozy breakfast is uh, is now yeah uh, been on the show a couple times. There we this go, year. back to back, back to back. Here, I here's what I'm gonna say. I'm here for I'm here for this product. I'm mm-hmm. intrigued. I definitely would like to try it. It sounds delicious. I think some of this uh, marketing and positioning, both from the uh, brunch in a jar, you know, sort of line, yeah. and also the sip and cream feels. Um, maybe maybe this could have done 
been positioned a little differently. I'm into sipping cream. I, yeah. I like it, but the yeah. brunch in a jar and the targeting of busy parents, parents. <laughs> seems like an odd choice. Yeah, it is weird. I like the jar though. I like the mason jar. Kind yeah, of like, it's cool. Yeah, that that kind of moonshine ish vibe is is working for me. Well, let's let's get our hands on this and yeah, yeah, and drink it. Ego line extensions, and you know, didn't think I would see that, but you know what? Put, check that off the 2023 bingo card. Let go my ego. I'm trying to get fucked up and <laughs> not care about my kids. Um, shout out to Ego and uh, Senior Director of Marketing for Frozen Foods. That's, Send my um, kids to school. Check. <laughs> get fucked up on Ego sipping yep, cream. Sipping cream. Check. Also, like if you're eating waffles and bacon, do you want your drink to taste like waffles and bacon? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, just to complete the play. I mean, I I like a glass of milk with mm-hmm. with waffles. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if I've ever seen like a martini glass with a little mini waffle and a piece of bacon in it, like this photo shoot here. So, uh, shout out to the art directors. Um, you know, Lego my ego sipping cream. <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah, it's back to back weeks. And, get drunk uh, at breakfast. Get drunk at breakfast. A new novel idea, never been done before. Uh, Never, never had I had alcohol in the morning, but you know, till these two new brands wow. put it they out here. It. Yeah, they invented drinking with breakfast. Uh, Kevin, last story, a another update here. Subway, our absolute favorite brand and winner of many fronties, mm-hmm. uh, they had over ten thousand applications to rename themselves. If you don't remember, on the show a couple weeks ago, we talked about this new, very bizarre promotion from Subway, which was basically calling for people to legally change their name to subway mm-hmm. and in return they would get sandwiches for life right that yeah. was the the deal free subway for life and we questioned how many people would actually do this there's a, a website called subwaynamechange.com and it was a bit strange so that you know uh you, i could change my name to subway center and you can change your name to subway batori and all we would get would be subway forever and so can but, you put a price on unlimited food for the rest of your life? I don't know that you can, but they opened up this contest for three days. That's all that it ran. It ran from August 1st to August 4th, and they're only going to pick one person. So it's not going to be 10,000 people that change their names. Shame. That's sad. But uh, 10,000 sandwich lovers signed up to legally change their names to Subway. That's impressive. It is pretty impressive. And so Subway is going to select one lucky winner. And uh, they're going to assume an iconic new identity. And that's the quote from the press release. I This is a story we're going to have to be tracking. Yeah. I would, I'm very interested to see who they pick, why they picked them. Yeah. And then the press tour and the press run that they're going to, like, they've got to, yeah. they're going to be using this person yeah. for, like, commercials and i hope they pick someone good yeah i hope they like it's not just picked out or jar yeah. random i hope they pick well you know their, their track record of picking spokespeople is not great you know not shoddy great. yeah shoddy but i think hopefully that becomes this person becomes an iconic person i mean listen subway center rolls like that's a yeah. good did name. you apply i did not apply and i gotta say now that i say it out loud subway center like maybe maybe i have some regrets um disappointed to hear that you are not on this list kevin uh, yeah. what happened here I don't know. I, I'm not really the biggest Subway guy. Oof, well, I don't know if I would love to have Subway for free for the rest of my life. Yeah. They so say it that, sounds like a shortened life. <laughs> they say that brands are, you know, sort of a, a, a very much impacted in, uh, by the brands that are, they are associated with. So yeah. Kevin Batori, you know, sort of retirement core, sort of a Subway, just, you know, I think it would tarnish. I think yeah. you're right, Kevin. 
yeah, it's it doesn't it doesn't align with my values. It does. But not I do align. love I love to see it. Yeah, and it is it's it's a very bizarre so uh you know sort of a marketing thing here. Got I don't know anything for a click. Anything for a click, but I just don't really know where this goes. So I hope it I hope it turns into something. It just feels very bizarre, and uh, I hope during football season they they really they they oh, they, yeah. they they roll this guy out because I'm sick of Steph Curry eating my, eating Subway fake Subway sandwiches on TV. Yeah, we all know that he is not eating Subway. No. One of my favorite things about Subway, too, is the way that they uh, art direct their sandwiches in those commercials. Yeah, they look great. They look so unrealistic to a sandwich. You can never hold it from like the bottom like that and just have it be so stiff. Mm. It, it would it would collapse and flop over so fast. Yeah, with that on that cake bread. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of my big takeaways here also, Kevin, is in order to enter, you needed to be a legal resident of the United States and be at least 18 years old. But you needed to be 19 years old in Alabama and Nebraska, and 21 plus in Mississippi. So, what are the what are the like it's probably state laws? State right? laws about name changing. I guess you can't do it until you're a certain age in certain states. Yeah, which is again, this feels like a legal nightmare. From like, if I'm in the legal counsel of Subway, which again, that's a fucking tough job. You're having a you're having a tough run of it. Yeah, with tuna meat and fucking Jared and like all this shit. Like, it's not fun to be legal. Uh, you know, the legal department of Subway. Probably not. You're busy. This if this I remember like being at Coke. Like if I were to be like, yo, let's change people's names to fucking you know Power C or fucking Focus. <laughs> like they would be like. Absolutely not. This that's yeah. a fucking terrible idea. So the fact that they're doing this is is almost shocking to me. So it feels like bad press, like too. Like I don't know. Like this feels like a again a documentary relating, <laughs> you know, to be is a, a part no, of this. This is good press. This is this. I don't. I think they're pe- they're like willing. The people are willing to change their name. Like uh, let them let them do it. I don't know. That's like willing to get a face tattoo or something. Like I, it's something you will regret. I mean, if life. people want to do it, let them do it. I don't if know. someone applies for a job and they're like, oh yeah, my name is Subway fucking Batori hired. hired. <laughs> And it's like, instantly hired. Well, I changed my name back in 2023 because there was a Subway promotion for know, sandwiches probably, for life. They're probably going to work for Subway. Like they're probably going to go Subway corporate. They have to, right? I yeah. mean, this is a this is a tough this is a tough uh, look for everyone involved. Yeah, I, just I, I, I feel like there's a very slim chance that somebody changes their name to yeah. Subway and yeah. then just goes back to their regular mm-hmm. ass life. Like I, I feel so. like they're gonna Subway's got to use them. And that's why they have applications. They're going to pick an interesting person. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they're interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I'd, they're not going to pick some fucking dumb schmuck and just roll them out once and I mean, let them let them eat Subway for the rest of their life. No, they're gonna they're gonna pick a person and they're gonna they're gonna build on their back. If Subway has learned anything from their previous spokespeople dilemmas and and debacles, yeah. Um. You don't just roll out a spokesperson without doing extensive. Background oh, I'm checks. sure they're. I'm sure they're heavily vetting. <laughs> yeah, go through the computers, the search history, yeah. the friends, the like. Yeah. They they have a fucking private eye, like parked oh, outside yeah. of this person's house right now, d- determining uh, what what type of person they are. Yeah, they can't. They if someone changes their name to Subway and then comes out that they've done anything wrong. Um, oh yeah. This is uh, this is a got to be squeaky clean, squeaky fucking clean. But I gotta say, I'm intrigued enough to want to know who the winner is yeah, of this challenge. Right. And I am a little shocked to hear that 10,000 people signed up. But I guess free food um, for 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 life for a lot of people that is uh, worth it. That is something 
you know, that is a pretty high value. So what's a fucking name? You can just call me fucking Subby. Yeah, it's only a legal name. Yeah, it's a legal name. So I'll just go by my nickname. Yeah. Sub Sub Center. Sub Center. Um, kind of cool. So it, uh, <laughs> it does hit. Um, before we get out of here, uh, Kevin, you also found a little story that uh, Subway was also on the verge of closing a $9.6 billion deal to sell the company. That's crazy. So the Rourke Capital, um, that's not private equity, not, not not one I'm familiar with, is uh yeah is poised uh, to 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 own Subway. That to, number seems incredibly high. Really, I thought it felt incredibly low. Ten billion, almost ten billion dollars. Yeah, they have thirty seven thousand locations. Yeah, but like remember that John Oliver, how they're all like you know independently licensed or like yeah. uh, franchised. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that information, but it, it is fair that a lot of those locations are just tables with a piece of glass in front of them in front yeah. of a gas station. Also, like ten billion dollars for a brand that's really been just taken taking it on the chin for yeah, you know, the brand is the past tough like, several years. Like ten billion dollars is like that's more than like sports teams. Yeah, I did look up how much the Cowboys were worth, and they were worth about ten billion dollars. Because I was, I was Subway and the Cowboys are worth the same amount of money. I was questioning again if my brain has been, you know, so warped from like you know uh, big giant sales of uh, tech companies and startups yeah. that like is ten billion dollars feeling low to me? Is that real? And the first thing I did was look up how much sport teams are worth, and the best ones like you know the Knicks and in Cowboys are worth. You those know, are the best sports. Those teams. are the best sports teams. <laughs> Are worth about ten billion dollars. Um, Subway's revenue each year is about sixteen billion. So, like, make it back in a year, easy. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, buy yeah. it. I mean, obviously, they they that doesn't. Oh, actually, oh, they they hit their peak revenue in twenty twenty two. So the shit is. Listen, they got those uh, new deli slicers and the fresh twerking, dude. Um, yeah, I looked up. Also, McDonald's is worth two hundred billion dollars. So what the fuck, I mean. Is Subway really that much shittier than McDonald's? I think McDonald's has I mean, less locations. Take... Um, really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I th- Kevin, I think I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I think I got, um, I'm going to put together. I got to reach out to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Because uh, he's got the Let's money. Let's make a documentary about it. Yeah. We bought Subway and turned it around. Just two, two, two blokes yeah. that love sandwiches. <laughs> if we bought Subway, Kevin, I would change my name to Subway. Subway Center. I mean, Subway Vittori. I mean... I think you'd have to change your last name. I think this is a call to action. If any of our podcast listeners have $9.6 billion. Let's buy it. Let's go in. Let's go in a third, a third, a third. Mm -hmm. And we buy Subway. We rebuild it from the ground up. We rebrand. We we distance ourselves from from Jared, from all this shenanigans. We, We start with the product. Call it Sub Center, maybe. I mean, listen, I don't need to be a part of it. I just need to be, you know, behind the scenes and a documentary crew to follow Kevin and I as we uh, rebuild Subway from scratch. And uh, again, we start with the turkey, right? Yeah. I think we we start we we redo the bread. Mm-hmm. This is our first uh, orders of, of 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 ownership. Is first things first, full brand identity. That's that's getting tossed out the window. Everything. What are you everything. talking about? Getting tossed entirely? Yeah, all the branding is. We gotta go. We huh. gotta go. We um, we we. But more importantly, though, the 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 food, we're 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 bringing in boar's head. Yeah, yeah. We're we're absolutely. We're we're bringing in high quality, or at least or medium quality stuff. Yeah, we gotta. We're bringing in real. Yeah, what it what it says on the, the board <laughs> is what it's gonna be. 
if it's if it says tuna on the board, it's gonna be tuna. It's gonna be tuna, and that's a promise. Yeah. Um, if it says turkey, it's gonna be turkey. Um, we're gonna take some of the sugar out of the bread. We're not gonna take all the sugar out of the bread because we we'll get it to bread. We'll get it to regular bread, bread levels. <laughs> we're gonna re- regulatory bread standards. Yeah, we're gonna get it classified back as bread. Yeah. Um, we're not changing anything about uh, the uh, the the peppers. The, those are those are stellar. The olives, Kevin. Um, the pickles got to change. I right? like the pickles. You like the pickles? Yeah, I like the pickles there. Um, maybe we'll get some real lettuce. We we'll get some real tomatoes. Yeah, real tomato. Lettuce is a top priority. Yeah, in my in my book, we'll get the real shit. Yeah, we're bringing back uh five dollar footlongs. Actually, no, we got to get rid of five dollar footlongs. It's Wait, not that's yeah yeah, we, yeah that's not with uh, our improvements in quality. Yeah, we're, I, don't, I don't know if we can swing the five dollar footlongs. Yeah, no, we're getting rid of five dollar footlongs, but we are gonna charge um under ten dollars. All right, well, for that's a sub. big. Lofty promises. That's a lofty promise, but like the going rate of sandwiches in Greenpoint, Brooklyn is now uh, $25 a sandwich. So I think we can, if we can get our quality up, we're going to, we're going to do well in this market. Yeah, maybe. Because obviously Greenpoint, Brooklyn is a top market for Subway. Yes. Um, And uh, Deli Slicers, yeah, we're, we're bringing in, uh, we're doing deals with bodegas actually. Sure. We're going to, we're going to cut, we're going to, we're going to take over sandwich uh, grills, you know, sort of that back half of mm-hmm. of, of of subways. Because what we need are more locations. Yeah. Uh, what else are we doing, Kevin? Is a subway? We're we're cutting ties with all athletes. Sounds like too much work. Yeah, Michael Phelps, you know, Steph Curry, Michael Strahan, none of you guys. We don't believe a single one of you eat subway. So we got it. We got, we need real partners. And we're gonna open up this contest to mm-hmm. if you change your name, yeah, in any capacity legally, yeah, you're getting you're getting sandwiches. Oh yeah, all ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna get sandwiches for life, but like, we'll give you a card. And yeah, we'll you can f- have a couple. Yeah, you can have a couple. Um, what else are we doing, Kevin? What other uh, orders of business? We'll we'll have to think about this a little yeah. bit more. But um, I so think that's a good start. That's a good start. A good when platform. you guys come out, um, uh, when the, when the podcast listener with the nine point six million dollars comes forward, then we'll start we'll start taking this a little bit more seriously. We'll start putting yeah, down a fifty page plan. Yeah. Um, of, maybe of, I'll go to jail so I can be in solitary confinement. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We that's where you need is peace and quiet to come yeah. up with a plan. But Kevin, I'll uh, I'll see you next week. All right, let's do it. Peace. I've been thinking lately about the people I meet, the car wash on the corner, and the hole in the street. The way my ankles hurt with shoes on my feet And I'm wondering if I'm gonna see tomorrow Father, forgive us for what we must do You forgive us, we'll forgive you We'll forgive each other till we both turn blue Then we'll whistle and go fishing in heaven I was in the army, but I never dug a trench. Used to bust my knuckles on a monkey ranch. I go to town and drink, give the girls a pinch, but I don't think they ever even notice me. Father, forgive us for what we must do. You forgive us, we'll forgive you. We'll forgive each other till we both turn blue. Then we'll whistle and go fishing in heaven. Fish and whistle, a whistle and fish. Eat everything that they put on your dish. And when we get through, We'll make a big wish that we never have to do this again, again, again. Oh, but 
very first job I said thank you and please They made me scrub a parking lot down on my knees Then I got fired for being scared of bees And they only give me 50 cents an hour Father forgive us for what we must do You forgive us, we'll forgive you We'll forgive each other till we both turn blue Then we'll whistle and go fishing in the heaven And a whistle, a whistle and fish Eat everything that they put on your dish And when we get through, we'll make a bigger wish That we never have to do this again Again, again Oh, Father forgive us for what we must do You forgive us, we'll forgive you We'll forgive each other till we both turn blue Then we'll whistle and go fishing in the heaven We'll whistle and go fishing in the heaven We'll whistle and go fishing in the heaven